done on both ends of the floor in your homecoming to OKC, a place where you spent seven seasons. What was going mm. through your head and your heart tonight for this return? Looking at all the fans <laughs> that showed up to... No, jokes. Uh, no, it was, yeah, it, was, it was good. It was actually... It kind of messed me up a little bit uh, when I tipped <laughs> tip the ball because I'm so used to seeing uh, the OKC colours and just like, I don't know, just a natural... Uh, I don't know, just something in my brain switched, and I was like, oh, shit, that's right. I'm playing for New Orleans. So it was, a, it, was, it was a funny moment on the tip ball, but then I was sweet after that. Welcome to the Daily Thunder podcast. I am your host, Daily Thunder beat writer, Brain Rabar, usually joined by podcast host Ryan Woods, but it's New Year's Eve. He's on vacation with his family. We decided to give him the night off. I mean, if we were going to give him the night off, why not on a night where the Thunder lose by 33 points, right? To the hands of... Beloved former Thunder player, Steven Adams. It was great to see him back in the peak. And the fake crowd noise went wild when he was introduced in player introductions. <laughs> Obviously, it would have been nice for the peak to be filled to the brim with Loud City fans. They would have lost their minds over Steven Adams, probably the second most beloved Thunder player of all time behind Russell Westbrook. Yes, I'm going to put him just a spot above Mr. Thunder, Nick Collison. I think that's how much the big Kiwi, Stephen Adams, is loved. And if you're curious, you haven't seen the stats, Stephen had a nice game in his, I won't call it a revenge game. You know, that's what they usually call it when a player is playing his former team. This isn't revenge. It's love both ways. Stephen Adams still loves the Thunder organization. The Thunder organization and fans, of course, still love Stephen Adams. But he did have himself a night. 14 points, 10 rebounds, got the double-double, two assists, one steal, one block, a plus 15 and plus minus, shot seven of 13. And really, look, we've been spoiled as Thunder fans in this year of a rebuild. The first three games, they won a game off a game winner. They lost the next game off of a game loser, I guess I would call it. Sheamus, the game winner against the Jazz in game two. Then, of course, game three against the Magic was very close to the very end. So this was the first time the Thunder had been blown out. But even in this game, you know, it was close for the first half. And really when the starters were in, it was a ball game. It was competitive. But the bench, the young guys, the rookies got extended minutes. And that's really where the damage was done. If you look at the plus minus, Dort was only a, a minus one. He only played 17 minutes because he got in foul trouble. And then the second half, the bench played so much. Hill and Horford were both negative seven. But when you look at the bench, negative 22, negative 20, negative 20, negative 18, the bench is really what hurt the Thunder tonight. And that's going to be probably a consistent thing we see all season long. We were spoiled by the first three games. They were fun and competitive. This one, not so much. There's going to be nights like this. When you're rebuilding young team and you're giving a lot of minutes to rookies and young guys, you're going to see some blowouts here and there. And the Pelicans are a solid team. And the Thunder, I thought they, they generated nine shots. Mark Daniel mentioned that in the uh, postgame presser, and he's right. There were a lot of open looks. They just didn't have shots go down tonight. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, for some reason, only took 10 shots. He was only three of 10 for eight points. He didn't have the best night. Again, he got a lot of attention. The defensive attention that Shea got, they doubled him a lot, and they forced him to pass a lot. He had four rebounds, four assists, two steals, only two turnovers. Rough night for Shea, but I still would like to see him be more aggressive and take more shots. 
Although I say that he really only took smart shots. So I like that he's not taking bad shots, but I would like to see him force the issue maybe a little bit. He's got to get more than 10 shots off when he's playing 29 minutes. But as for the rest of the game, look, there's not much to say here. This was a blowout. The Pelicans played really well. Brandon Ingram got ejected. Probably really shouldn't have. They called a flagrant two on a block attempt on Isaiah Roby. Uh, hit him in the head. It wasn't intentional. I would have gone for a flagrant one personally, but he was still the game-high scorer with 20 points in only 26 minutes. It seemed like he just couldn't miss tonight. But really, the Pelicans played well. The Thunder didn't hit shots. Just one of those nights. Uh, not much to say here. I will say, though, Isaiah Roby earned minutes from his big 19-point game against the Magic when he started. Like seeing him play, he played pretty well again tonight, 3 of 5 from the field for 7 points, 6 rebounds in only 18 minutes. Josh Hall scored his first NBA points. He hit a three-pointer. He was only one of five, but he's a guy, he's a promising young rookie that they want to see play. And it was nice to see him get some minutes. And then Poku, got to mention him. He hit his first three-pointer of his career. And so I expect to see many more of those this season. I still believe he's a good shooter despite his numbers so far this season. I think he's now one of 14 or 15, something like that. Al Horford was the Thunder's best player tonight, 7-9 from the field, 3-5 from three-point range for 17 points. George Hill looked solid in his few minutes, only scored eight points, though. Dort got ripped off. He should have got double digits every single game this season, but he only played 17 minutes, so a streak of double-digit games was broken. Honestly, he was on pace. If he would have got his normal allotment of minutes, he would have scored at least 15 again at least is on pace to do so. He scored 15, 26, and 15, only scored eight tonight and 17 foul-plagued minutes. So that's all we're going to say tonight. This is just a quickie, just to throw it out there, just to be consistent after every game, even in a blowout like this, even on a holiday, even when the podcast host is on vacation, we're still going to bring you a uh, podcast to listen to. Was this a great use of eight minutes on your New Year's Day or what? Thank you so much for listening to the Daily Thunder Podcast. If you could place your brick, whatever you want to call it, you know, your little stuff on the history that it's about to um, create, then that's, that's a privilege, you know. That's just cool. So even if they did trade me, you know, it's, it's obviously just a huge honour. And I know with every player that's played here, it's been a huge honour to just contribute to the history that Oklahoma's making. Because I think it is a very special organisation. Small markets doing really really well for itself, you know. So, I mean, that's that's huge in itself.